Part 1. Anatomy of a Monster I have always known that I am monstrous, since the moment I came into this world. Since they first heard the tiniest of growls escape my lips, they knew that one day that growl would become a roar. And so they tried their best to crush it. They clipped my claws down to the bone. They snapped the horns off of my head. They pulled out my fangs and left my mouth bloody and sore. And as I cried, they soothed me with gentle touches and soft words. They lulled me to sleep. And silently, I hoped that I would never wake. In my dreams, I saw myself. Who I could have become if they hadn't stripped me of everything that made me, me. If they hadn't broken me, reshaped my flesh and bones, forced me into their suffocating mould of normality. Every morning, I awoke and felt wrong. My skin, my shape, my body didn't feel like mine. And I realised it never had. And then I realised I did not have to accept this fate. The next time they came to pull out my fangs, I bit down hard and watched their hand bleed. I became the creature of chaos I was always meant to be. And for the first time in years, I smiled. I was not used to freedom. I was not used to truth. I was overjoyed at the prospect of not having to lie, not having to hide, being able to stand up in front of the world and say, what you see before you is the real me. I do not have to tell you this. You have not earned the right to know me. But I do this because I want to, because I have hid for so long, and I will not subject myself to any more pain, nor will I let anyone else hurt me for who I am. Through telling the truth, I met others like me. A girl born of fire who chose her own name. A child of the merfolk, who rejected all binaries forced upon them. A boy who killed his old self, and rose again, leaving her in the ground, with only his old name to keep her company. We are the children of a cruel world, seen as subhuman purely because of our anatomy. The anatomy of a monster. But our bodies are not monstrous. Our bodies are not ugly. We are not frightening, unnatural things. We are just people. Not creatures of the night, but human beings. 
made of flesh and blood and bone just like all of you. We may possess different parts to the ones you expect, but that does not make us any less worthy of life. Where you see monstrosity, we see beauty. You do not get to decide how my body makes you feel. It should not make you feel anything at all. You should not be thinking about it. It is my body, not yours, not anybody else's. I have battled with this body of mine, trying to decide how it makes me feel. I used to think of it as a cage, but you were the ones that made me think that. This body is a part of me. If anything was detaining me, it was you. Though I might change and shift over the years to come, this body is mine. Always was. Always will be. And if you say another word against me, I can use it to strike you down. Where I felt joy, you felt fear. I was a monster, a creature, a thing. You were scared. And when people are scared of something, rumours spread. Falsehoods, fabrications, untruths. I am a gullible man. And I have never been one to argue, but when you call the kindest girl I have ever known a predator, I know something is wrong. You would rather see me as a monster than see me as a man. You would rather see her as a monster than see her as a woman. You would rather see them as a monster than see them as a person. We are not people to you. We exist only to be examined. To some, we are animals, feral predators too wild to be allowed to roam free. They want to imprison us so they can watch our every move. But to others, we are not even that. We are weeds that need to be annihilated, stripped of life. When we are dead, they will bow their heads in false prayer. They will pretend that they miss us, that they were sad to see us go. They will fake tears and curse this cruel world as if they were not the ones who created it. They will tell tales of our too short lives as if every single one of their pockets doesn't contain a knife still coated with our blood. Monsters, I believe, have always been around, born from whispers on storytellers' lips. We too have always been here, and we too have been forced to live in the shadows. But I think that is where the similarities end. When I think of monsters, I think of violence. And violence makes me think of someone else. 
You say we are the monsters, but you are the ones killing us. Part 2. To Love and to Change Sometimes I think I knew you even before we met. It's a little silly, but I think we saw something in each other that no one else could. I saw your face every day in the corridor and I knew. I knew you were like me. I knew I wasn't alone. And then I saw you, out of the corner of my eye, the very first time I went to Pride. I was surrounded by community, possibly for the first time, but my gaze landed on you. All these new people, all unapologetically queer, but you were the one who caught my eye. I remember you smiling, a flag wrapped around you. And I couldn't help but to smile too. I don't know if you saw me, if you recognised me at all, but in that moment it didn't matter. I saw you in your wide smile, so different to the frown you wore at school. It gave me hope. I didn't see you for a while after that. I didn't know your name for another few months. And then I walked into that classroom one day, and you were there. I opened my mouth and I said, I don't know you. <laughs> Though what I meant was, I want to know you. And while you were wondering who this strange boy was, I was falling in love. You first kissed me a year later, and it felt like coming home. But it was the wrong time for both of us, though I am sure it was the right person. Our first six months was plagued by tears and distance and finally, a separation. But we couldn't be kept apart for long. We came back to each other, as friends. And then... Upon reaching adulthood, upon growing and maturing, we came back to each other as lovers. Some might call it a case of falling in and out of love, but I do not think I ever ceased loving you. I never fell out of love, I just fell in love a thousand times. And I still do, whenever you smile at me, whenever you touch me. Whenever you look at me with that soft look in your eyes. We were two miserable children when we met. But we watched each other grow up into happier, healthier adults. We watched each other grow into ourselves, grow into our identities. I have watched you grow beside me. And I am still watching you grow today. Every time I see you, you look more like you. Your face and body slowly changing as the testosterone courses through your blood. Every day I notice something new. And I drink in the changes.
I used to hate change. New places, new people, new things made me panic. But you changed my mind. And we changed together. And I worship every one of your changes, just as I worship every other part of you. For you, my dear, I kneel in prayer. And with every new change, I fall in love with you all over again. My lover, my best friend, my comrade, my home. You taste of revolution and you smell of safety. And when you hold me, I never want you to let go. Since I met you, you have been the one constant in my life. While everything changed around me, while we changed and grew and transformed, the one thing that stayed the same was you by my side. To love you is safety. To love you is belonging. To love you is acceptance. To love you is joy. To love you is revolt, pushing back against society's cruel structures. To love you is home. To love you is knowing that I am loved for who I am, for what I am. To love you is knowing that I am loved for every part of me. To love you is knowing that my transness is not an obstacle, a flaw or a drawback, but an important part of me that you love all the same. To love you is radical. To love you is rejecting the idea that a trans existence must be cis-centric. To love you is saying fuck you to all the people debating whether they could ever love a trans person. To love you is saying that we don't need them. We don't care what they think. We have each other. And we are happy. To love you is beauty. To love you is loving myself. To love you is loving your transness and loving my own. To love you is power. Waking up in your arms and smiling because I surrounded myself with trans love, queer love, your love. And it's the best love I've ever known. To love you is metamorphosis, growing and changing together, and still loving each other through it all. I hope that when we are 70, we will still be growing and changing together, hand in hand, side by side, watching the world change around us, falling in love with each other all over again. Part 3. Echoes from the Past They took my name and made it something dirty. They took my lover and made them something to be mocked. They took my friends, my family, and made them something to be feared. They hurt us, they ridicule us, they kill us, and they show no sign of stopping. 
We are made from the bones and the blood and the tears of those who came before us. Those who left this world long before their time. Those who left their scent on the sheets of a hospital bed and those who left their blood stains on the crowded streets. Those who were remembered and those who were forgotten. Those who had their history erased, rewritten, twisted into a tale that is not quite true. When we walk, when we speak, when we breathe, we carry an entire history with us. Men buried as women and women buried as men. People whose long-dead corpses of their old selves got dug up after their passing. Those who never found themselves. Those who never told a soul. Those who had to hide. And those who fought so that we could be seen. We are the children of those who went down fighting. And we will continue their fight. We are not shoving it down your throats. We are continuing a legacy. And we will go down kicking and screaming. Or we will not go down at all. Tranthologies is a transanthology podcast distributed by the Listless Network and produced by Alex Abrahams. Anatomy of a Monster was written by Alex Abrahams. It was directed by Alex Abrahams. It was edited by Alex Abrahams. And it was voiced by Alex Abrahams. That's me. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you tune in tomorrow for Metamorphosis by Zoe Davis. But until then... Remember that you are not a monster. In fact, you're really cool. You're, like, awesome. And, like, really awesome and cool and yes, and I love you. Um, okay, bye. I didn't practice this sign-off before I started recording it. (laughs) Goodbye, I love you. (laughs) 